0: Love talk Radio.
1: I'm going to talk to you today from the subject, a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And of course, we're always talking about this. Because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you this subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind, and you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month, I publish what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it, so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man, the way he begins his day. I didn't name him in the success idea, but I'll tell you who he is now. It's W. Clement Stone. And he uses the term PMA, positive mental attitude. And it is said that he begins his day every day by saying, I feel good, I feel great, I feel terrific. And I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear... A grown man, a business executive, a multimillionaire, going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good, I feel terrific. They'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesmen's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And all of this, which I'm explaining, is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day, and especially in the mornings, to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, And it does not hurt you, and it does not harm anyone else. But it helps you to lift up your feeling nature. That is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And, of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly, and the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature. But we are rather to lift up our feeling nature to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we are to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else, which help to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness. Their wonderful television minister in this area preached a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent, lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past. And think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. It makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibration. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are are like Brother Job. Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight, but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer. You can be morally and ethically straight and correct. But if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever the problem is, this is why I, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listened to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. (laughs) Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him umpteen thousand dollars and he still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists, they have to find some techniques also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. I can tell you a little about this. It's It's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. That's not the one that I'm talking about. That's not the technique that I'm recommending to you today. You should not have to depend upon alcohol and drugs to get your mighty high. Because when you do depend... Upon these things To get your mighty high You haven't found the real thing yet Because when you really find the real thing The presence, the power of God within you That is the highest high Job said The thing I greatly fear Has come upon me Why are some people so fearful? Why are they feeling dragging the ground? Some of them don't know It's just the thing Why do you feel so bad? I don't know Your expensive psychiatrist He doesn't know You just feel bad. You have to learn how to lift up your feelings, to lift up your emotions. You should learn to practice every day pumping up your feelings. Ask yourself this question, and it's important. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? I want you to write that down. I want you to really study that. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? You've got to watch these feelings again. And where did you get these ideas and feelings? Where did I get these ideas and feelings about what I should be like at various ages? And again, I want to warn you, there are just certain things you shouldn't always be saying and telling people. You keep telling people, I am 35. And you keep on going, I am 60. I am 65, and then people project all these things onto you. Just like when people say to me, what sign are you? For God's sake, don't ever tell that. <laughs> you see, that's why I told you, you know, people say, well, Reverend Ike, don't tell me i thought up all these negative things on myself. I didn't think this. I didn't think up this rheumatism. No, the world mind already have these cut and dry negative thoughts ready for you. You see, if you're a Libra, you know, you've got it all cut out for you. <laughs> you don't have to think that up If you under, so-called under the sign If you mentally put yourself under the sign of Libra It's all fixed for you And people say to me, Reverend Ike, what's your sign? I say, the dollar sign <laughs> In the world mind, in the body of world thought there are already certain definitions ready-made for you before you got here. This is the meaning of the scripture, born in sin and shaped in, in iniquity. means that you were born into a world of negative ideas and you permitted these negative ideas to shape your destiny. But do not permit your feelings about yourself to be determined by world thought. Lift up the serpent. Lift up your feeling nature. Don't go through life crawling upon your belly. And I may say that many more times in the next few minutes before this is over because it's very important. A lot of people may poke fun at this technique of pumping up one's feelings by saying, I feel good. The real intellectual people ask it all the time. Well, Reverend, how can I say I don't feel good if I don't feel good? Yes, that is really the time you ought to say, I feel good. I feel great. I feel terrific. Before I thought of this as a technique, I remember one morning in South Carolina, I just woke up and for some reason, you know, just a blue mood. phonograph was right beside the bed and I had a good shouting gospel record there. And I slapped it on the turntable and turned it up and just made one leap out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and that was a technique that did the trick. You can turn on the radio early in the morning, hear all these wonderful speakers giving you a charge to begin your day. God bless all of those wonderful ministers and programs. You know, whatever turns you on, find something that turns you on that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt anybody else. And let that be your technique for pumping up your feelings. Find somebody that turns you on. I think that each person in any kind of relationship should be benefited, should be blessed. I think that there should be a great giving and receiving in every relationship. And don't hang around too long with these people who are always pulling your charge and not giving your charge back. All right. Some of these things may sound strange, and the purely intellectual may poke fun at some of these homespun techniques. But this practice of pumping up feelings has made many men successful and rich and prosperous, and will do the same for you. I use the terminology here, the trick, and here is the trick. Whatever you feel about yourself deep within your heart, your subconscious mind, you can and will be do in half. Feeling is the trick, but be sure that you never use your mind power to think, wish, or feel evil toward yourself or another, because your ill feelings toward another will get you first. You have to be careful how you relate to your feelings. Another thing
2: And hopefully then work out
0: then
3: work out
2: video about setting up as a church and trademark name or a religious entity like my name is trademark as a religious entity when you go look up my like you'll see in trademark public record. okay type it in to find it. Um, Peace, everybody. Thanks for choosing, tuning in to another episode of Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I hope everybody's doing good out there. As for myself, my family, we're all doing great. Um, uh, I wanted to talk about today, repetition is the key to success. Why am I talking? Why am I talking about repetition is the key to success? It's not quality. It's repetition. I'm going to say it again. It is not quality. It's repetition. It's consistency. It's your dedication to come in day in and day out to work on your dreams. Yes. Yes. That's the key to success. See, I know a plethora. I know many people, many people who are working on businesses, working on maybe some YouTube content. I know many of them. And to tell you the truth, 99.9% of them are not successful. They're not doing well. They've been doing it for years. They're not, let me change that. They're not doing it for years. They're not doing it for years. They've been contemplating it for years. They've been contemplating the perfection of what they want to do. They wanted to look a certain way. They wanted to to be perfect. Oh, the other thing I forgot they want the likes. They want people to like everything. And so, because they have this idea in their mind that they're getting thousands of likes, that it's a great product. They will not post one video. They will not do one blog talk show. They will not write the book They will not do whatever it is that they say they want to be successful at because they don't think it's perfect enough. Because they think that's the key to success, that this perfect thing I'm going to put out, people are going to automatically like it, and, and, and what they're doing is they're going to look at other people's success and seeing all of these thousands of views, these everybody's liking them, But they forget one thing. They forget one thing. Did you take the damn time to see how long it took for them to get there? How many videos did they post before they got to the thousands of likes? Because I can tell you some very successful YouTube creators created at least 100 videos before they even had 100 likes or 100 subscribers. One hundred and some of these people I've watched them. They got they got you know a million subscribers, but they had to create one hundred crappy videos before they got even a hundred subscribers. Mm, that says a lot. So is it quality that counts, or is it your dedication and your consistency and your authenticity to your mission that counts? Because people. Respect that you're even trying to do something good. People are not expecting perfection out of you. Very few people. Now, you know what? The people that i notice noticed that want perfection out of people are the people that's not successful. I had a friend, or I wouldn't even say a friend, just an acquaintance, and they want to do content. I think they'll be very well at it. Do very well with the content. They'll create it, erase it, do it all over, and and then and they critique people's video. And I shared a video of Dr. Jennifer Daniels with this person. You know, and you know if you watch her videos, it's very crude videos, but her quality of her content is is top notch. The information, and they looked at this video. Oh, I don't want to watch anything from her because she just oh it's just it's boring and this and that and you know. But this is talking about women's health and, and many health things, right? Now, this is a person who's critiquing someone who's got – Dr. dane has been out for years, and she's got, I would say, almost probably a million people follow her. Now, she's not on YouTube because they're always taking her content down. She's in other places, but she's very sought after. And, and secretly, she's probably a millionaire. But she makes – she doesn't make top-notch videos. She just delivers top-notch content. So what I'm trying to tell you, her presence, her, her, what she does delivers, saving people's lives through health information, is what matters. See, it's not the perfection of the video. It's not the perfection of the book. It's not the, these perfection things. These people that got the perfection that you're looking at and you're admiring. And even myself, you look at me and say, oh, man, you're doing a great job. But it took me a while to get here. I mean, I don't, I don't have one of the top YouTube channels, but I got, you know, right up under 9,000 followers. And that's going to grow. And I guess what? If I did videos every day or more videos a week, I'll probably have triple that. But I don't do videos every week. I will be. I keep saying that, but I will be. I'm going to do it. Well, you know, right now I'm setting off this generational wealth with this trucking business and other things I'm doing. What I'm trying to say is... The reason why most people are not successful, the reason why maybe you're not successful at what you do, because you're waiting for it to be perfect. You're not doing it for the right reason. You're waiting for somebody to like it. You're looking for accolades. You're looking for people to, to give you praise. I appreciate the praise. I appreciate the thanks. And I definitely appreciate your donations. They're adding to uh, to my mission your monetary donations, I appreciate that. But I tell you what, I'm not. that's not what I'm in it for. I'm not in it for your accolades and your likes and how many people like the videos. I'm not in it for that. I'm in it to help you. If I can reach just a few people that, to change their life and, and thinking about themselves in a divine way instead of the negative information that people try to pump in people's minds daily, I've done my job. Okay? See, it's repetition, consistency, dedication, loyalty to your mission that you say you are on that makes you successful. Your dedication, when you fail, when you fall down, when people are not liking it or giving you negative comments, that you still push forward and you keep doing it over and over. Did you know what happens? Because every time you post a video, every time you do something, in, in whatever craft you're doing it, you're learning. And you're getting better over and over again. Maybe you're not a great orator in the beginning. But you'll learn how to be one. You keep talking. You keep doing it. I look at videos of people ten years ago and they look they were doing crappy videos. But I watched them because it was interesting. And I look at them now and it's like, man, they 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 they, they like years ahead of where they started in the beginning. Why? Because one thing, because they made the crappy video. They made the crappy content. They went through the trial and tribulation of failing. See, too many people want to jump from nothing to success. And and forget about all of the work it took in the middle. First of all, let me ask you, why do you deserve to do a few things and be super successful at it when it took someone to do multiple things to become super successful at it? Why do you get this game? Who are you? How, how do you deserve that? To skip the hard work, to skip the criticism, to be successful? Why do you get that? That's selfish, and it's not realistic. So, because someone doesn't like your video today, or someone doesn't like your content, or someone doesn't like what you're doing, you're just gonna stop and give up. So then you was you was being a pussy about what you wanted to do. You was being a sucker. You said you want this, and then as soon as somebody come forward and don't like your stuff and, and give you some criticism, you running in and, and, and backing off it. Then you wasn't serious. And you don't deserve to be successful. You can't take that. If you can't take the negative words, if you can't take the criticism, then you do not need to be creating anything. You need to do it. of the people are going out there, just letting other people control their life, getting up every day, hating the job they go to, and clocking in and clocking in and collecting that that paycheck that keeps you only going on those cheap vacations, only taking the cheap flights, only buying the cheap house, only buying the cheap car, only buying your wife the cheap gifts and your children the cheap gifts. And then making that excuse, you know, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, that that sounds real good when you're broke. Oh, I know I'm getting on your case because I want you to be successful. If there's just one person listening to me and they stop what they're doing and go do what I'm saying, go out there and make that mistake. Go screw it up. Go jack it up because do your mistakes you're going to learn and you're going to become better. Stop letting people tell you, oh, man, you know, you shouldn't do that because of this and that. You know how many people they told that they, should, they wasn't going to be successful in schools and they way successful than these people ever imagined because they did one thing. They stayed consistent to their mission, to their, to their purpose, Can I do better? Yes. A great speaker said, and I, I see the clip on um, uh, Instagram all the time. It said, does practice make perfect? And he said, get rid of that ideology. Get rid of that mindset now. Because no, practice does not make perfect. Practice just makes you better than the next last time, because you can always improve on the last thing you did. You can always improve on the last project you did. There's always room for growth. No, practice does not make perfect. Practice makes improvement, and that's true. And I always tell you know people in my life. I tell i told this to my wife. I've told this to many people.
3: Dude, just
2: do it. Go out there and fuck it up. Don't do it. I give you credit for that because the youth was bold enough to embarrass yourself for your purpose. See, people are too afraid to be embarrassed. They're worried about what people say. If anybody is Laughing at you because you are looking to do better than you did the day before, then they got the problem. And those people, most of the people sitting back and laughing and making fun of you ain't doing jack shit with their life for the most part. Yes, I'm a cussing minister. Yes, if you got a problem with that, I'm sorry, but it's me. Listen to the message. What am I saying? Stop worrying about what people think. Stop worrying about someone putting a thumbs up on your content. There's millions of people out there on Facebook, not, and I know some of these people personally. They broke, worrying about how how much stuff costs, and they worry about what people liking on Facebook and all these other. Social media thing, but they ain't got no, their businesses or whatever they say they want to do ain't doing jack. Because their concern is about what people think about they, what they their content instead of worrying about their business and just keep doing it. Okay, it didn't work. It didn't get me that result. Let me let me just do it. Just keep their head buried into that project, that mission. Who, okay, they didn't like that. Okay, so what? Keep moving. Keep moving forward. Keep taking a step. Keep step and the next you know, you're going to hit a breaking point. Everything has its breaking point. Every wall breaks. Okay? You keep banging on that blockage that's keeping you from that next level, it will break eventually. It has a giving point. It's testing you to see how many times you're going to bang on it, how many times you're going to crash it, how how many times you're going to run into it before it falls. But when it falls and you get to the other side of that wall, you're like, wow, I could never imagine how great this is. So many walls got put up in front of me. And my biggest wall, the biggest wall you will ever face, the biggest wall you're going to ever face, listen carefully. The biggest, the biggest challenge is you, your own mind, your own adversarial thinking, your own negative thinking is going to be your biggest wall. You break that wall, then you have be 80% of the problem. Probably 90%. I think I'm being generous. Listen, you have power in you, you have ideas, all you got to do is just do them and make the mistakes. You're going to make them, there ain't no them. you're going to fuck this thing up. But, you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. There's no success without failure. They go together. They are husband and wife. Trust me. They are partners. Okay, they go together. Without that, think about it. You in how many relationships? You know, you've been in a relationship and it's always beating these walls of arguments and and distractions and things like that. But if you are a learning person, a person who really thinks deeply about situations, you will always learn from that last argument that you had. You will grow from it. But see so many people get in relationships, they get in arguments, they wanna run off and do things. Even myself is guilty of that. Man, it's easier it's easy to give up and go off in the corner and and call, oh, I'm going to just be alone and this and that. And then you're looking at yourself in the mirror like, wow, you know, it would be nice to have somebody laying next to me, someone I could talk to. All because you didn't have the endurance to bang through that argument, that last argument you had. That when you really look back on it, it didn't mean anything. It wasn't really a big argument. It was just a battle of wills and who's right and who's wrong. And who cares? What matters is if you care and you love for that person, and being dedicated to lawyers is called consistency. <laughs> right, the key to success is repetition, inconsistency. Just keep doing it, you're going to get better. It's a process. Same thing with relationships, it's, it's not practice make perfect, practice makes better. You know, okay, keep, okay, we gotta do it again and keep going and keep going and keep. And, you know, you look back, wow, we came a long way. You know. See, I don't do these speeches because I I just want to talk. I just want to reach that inspiration inside of you to wake it up. Stop allowing these jobs to to cloud you to stop you from being successful. Oh, I got to go do this. You know, I got to eat. I got to do this. And we're going to make all kinds of excuses. Listen, to do your craft, to do whatever it is you have inspiration to do, you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to turn the TV off. You're going to have to cut off family. You might have to go into solitude for a minute. And see, in part B to this conversation is the people in your life that you call friends or people that, you know, you, you, you really care about yeah. can be a problem too. Because see, while you're trying to work on your, your goals, they want to distract you into Doing some type of entertainment, things that take that debit your pocket, it's not credit your pocket. They they good for that. Yo man, let's go hang out. Let's do this. Let's do all these things. Yeah, all that takes spending money. And a lot of times they want you to foot the bill because they know you you, you got some bread. They only want to be in your presence because you could do for them. But the moment they see you getting to that next level and you about to leave them alone, they go, oh, come on. They want it, they come as distractions
0: away from that. You're going
2: to have to say, no, I'm, I'm, y'all go ahead and laugh. I'm going to be here and be dedicated to my purpose, my mission. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to have to shut it down. You got Even it could be wife, husband, whoever. If they're not business-minded, if they're not thinking about what their their path and the inspiration that they claim they have, and they not they but they 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 can fight for things in entertainment wise. Oh, you can see that they run for that. Mm. Sit there and, and, and make it happen, but they can't make it happen for their business. You gotta let them be. Don't judge them. Just let them be and do your thing. You see, you can always show by example. See. One of the things that cause really problems risks in couples is one person who might be in a certain mind space, the other person is not. You're always trying to get that person over there. That's not going to work. You're not going to get them over there. They're not. If they're not there, they just leave them where they're at, and you do your thing. You be an example. Maybe one day they wake up and want to do that, but don't expect that. The key to the key to the one of your biggest keys to Uh, unhappiness is having unrealistic expectations of people. Because you had these expectations, they should do. No, they shouldn't do anything because that's not in their mind. What they should do is what they feel. Let them do it. And guess what? They will pay the price for that. They will. That's just how it works. They pay for it. But see, your dedication and hard work is going to pay off, because why? You're going to be bringing in that brand. You see? This is, you know, these types of missions, most of the times, is a singular walk. And then it becomes a the other part to jump on after you get a little, you know, some headway. But you shouldn't make it too easy for me either. wait a minute, man, hey, I worked hard at this. Now you got to work that hard at what you say you want to do. You know? So, time 749. Okay, we got the New Year's ritual, which is going to be on New Year's Eve, December 31st. That is where um, I do this every year where we write down our goals, our aspirations, everything positive. And then we put it in a little thing and um, we burn it to make it, you know, to to put our intentions on it. Uh, so, basically, I will send out the invite to all of the people that are on my, as a member of my website, I'll send that invite. It's everybody's welcome. Um, you will get the invite. And what you need is a pencil a pencil, a lead pencil, um, or a pencil, period. I don't know if they're still making them in lead, but a piece of paper, preferably brown paper bag, and uh, a lighter of some sorts. It's something to burn it that, that you don't burn down the house. And we'll do this ritual together. I've been doing it for years now, and it's Every year gets better. Every year it's better. So that's why I continue doing it. I hope that you and your family, have everybody, have your children join in, everyone. You know, last year we had families doing it together. And it gets bigger every year. And I do it on uh, Zoom because, you know, people are in different places. One day, you know, probably next year I'm going to plan for it, next year we can do an event. Where we all meet up at a place, those that can travel, and we do it. So I'm gonna start planning that in January four next for the next new year. Uh, we also got another New Year's celebration. That's the I think April or March end the March early April. The real New Year's, the, the when the when the season changes and things get warmer. That's the real New Year's. We're gonna I'm gonna do something there too. So I need to put that on my calendar. Matter of fact, let me write it in. Let me put that in as a reminder. Because I will forget. Real New Year's celebration in spring. In spring. There it is. You know, this January 1st New Year's is, um, is the corporate New Year. And it's not the real, the months are off. And I have my dictionary here. If you look up the months of the year, they'll tell you what the real months are. Right? Right
1: here. That's a book spell. Let me fix that. Hang on
2: uh, all right. Um, yeah, the, the um, uh, the, let's see, October, I think October is one of them. October. I uh, see what it says for October. It says October, this is in the American Dictionary of the English Language, Noah Noah's Webster's 1828 version. You can get that off of uh, Amazon all day long for about 70 bucks, to get still that price. It says in here, October, eighth month of the primitive Roman year, which began in March. So the year actually began in March, right? It says that. The 10th month, month of the year in our calendar, which follows that of Numa, Julius Caesar. So they're showing you they changed the calendar. Our date see is all screwed up. See? Let's see. There was also... What was the other one? Let me see what it says for November. Let's see what it says for December. I know December is definitely the 10th month. So this whole... Christ born on the 25th crap. you know, they change the calendar as they see fit. So you don't even know what year you're really in. You see? So all you Bible thumpers claim you know the truth. You don't know the truth. They've been lying. Uh, Okay, the... All right, December, this being the 10th month among the early rumors who began the year in March, and right now it's the last month in the year in which the sun enters the tropic Capricorn and makes the winter solstice. That's what December 25th is all about, the winter solstice. It's the darkest, 25th is the darkest time of the year when, you know, so there you have it. Now. Now. Remember what I said, repetition is the key to success. Success. Uh, success. Um, just consistency. Just can you stay inconsistent you ego? So if you want to talk to me, 563-999-3615, press the 1 button. If I don't see a 1, I'm not opening up your mic. 563. 563- 999 nine, nine, is running across the screen there. All right, let's see what the, the chat is saying. Who's out there? Antonio L., peace. Yak, Yakakov, Sconia's Peace and Prosperity. And Maxim Moore, as always, thanks for the donations. Very faithful to the cause. Gal G., peace to the gods. And Maxim again. Um, Curtis Williams. Karini, uh, happy Tuesday. Curtis Williams, Sea King Bay, peace to everyone. Beth Barber says peace. Dark Matter, Con, I don't know what that means. Um, DJB Thunder, evening, everyone. 75816, peace and love to all. Um, just putting those across the screen. Someone said, did I miss my chance to get on an invite for the end of the year manifestation? No, you did not, because I haven't sent it out yet. No, sir. Uh Max and Moore has something to say. The real days and months are on the turtle back because it's it's active days, months, and years. And our ancestors knew this as a fact. Good information. 563, somebody got their hand up. Let's go get them. Let's get that. Five oh two five four five oh two five four eight. Ken you there?
3: Can you hear me? Yeah,
2: I'm here. I'm here all day long. Okay,
3: good. Well uh, long time listener, Ken Win. I don't know if you remember my name.
2: Oh yeah, I do remember the name. I haven't heard from you in a while.
3: Yeah, I know. It's it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, so uh, you may have remember my mom from Jessica and helping her with a house a couple years ago. Oh yeah, was that was a long. Time two three ago. years. Back. Yeah,
2: that was like twenty. Yeah, it's
3: been a, eighteen,
2: seventeen years.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She's actually passed.
2: Yeah. Oh man, sorry to hear that.
3: Man. Yeah, she yeah, the whole COVID. Uh, I call it COVID fuck shit, but I fought yeah. through the whole thing. So it's, it's a long story, but um.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, very long story but uh, uh so anyway uh there's something that's i dropped the ball on something, so she was in a, a townhouse um and um we uh cleaned her her, her stuff out of the out of the house things that we wanted in there and um so mm-hmm. we uh basically dropped the ball on contacting the uh the uh, leasing office about. You know, basically uh, let her know that, let them know that her, you know, she wouldn't be, uh, that she's, you know, deceased or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. But we got a letter in the mail. actually, my siblings have been getting a letter in the mail. uh Basically, let me see. I pulled it up real quick. Uh, let's see if I can read it verbatim. Uh, so, basically uh we you know we paid her rent up to uh in October and mm-hmm. basically neglected to get back to the office uh letting them know that you know she's passed what have you so two months have passed are so basically saying that uh there's a thirteen hundred dollar um uh, balance for her um for her apartment so let me let me just read this uh, uh it says um uh uh, this is a seven day notice to vacate the property and remove all uh, personal property. Uh,
0: dear heirs
3: of Sandra, Faye, Sandra uh, known and unknown. We are sorry to hear about your law strategy. uh telling you that due to non-payment of rent and for the month of November and December, uh, that we are going to have one second next page. My brother had to actually send me this. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on one second. All right. Um, uh, to terminate the lease uh, of Sandra Sandra, and rent uh, at this time is $1,300 for the reduction. Failure to do so or make other arrangements will result in uh, forcible de- detaining, deterner, detainer action. Being filed with, uh, which can lead to warrant of possession, which will result in all of the property being, rema- uh, property remaining in the premises being disposed of, which we're fine with that. Um, everything's out of there that, that we need.
0: Right.
3: Uh, so basically that's the letter that was sent to all the addresses of my siblings, which there's six, um.
2: Just okay, so what's the question what on
3: that? Um, well, basically, I mean, I understand that you know the the, the phrase of I just want to make sure that none of us are liable for what the goings on there.
2: The state is liable, so okay. that means if, they, if the state is in probate, they can try to sue us in you know against the estate the, again because the they think they're old. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right.
3: So you know. So I know the state is liable. So if there's money
2: or anything,
3: they could, you know,
2: case. they could they could execute against that, or mm-hmm. you know, they have to they'll go before the probate court and say, hey, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm
3: a creditor, and they owe me some money. Okay. So. So as far as this letter, this act, this letter is actually from uh, not it's from a uh, law office. Uh,
0: hmm.
2: And so do, do I need to send them anything? Yeah, well, you got to uh, let them know. If you be disputing, disputing the charges, you just do a dispute. Uh, but the charges are legitimate. So if let's say she has money in a bank account or she has some money left over after her, all of her creditors are, are taken care of. They can go after that whatever money she's had on like the property. They're saying they're going to keep the property if you don't uh, settle that. Is that what they're saying?
3: Uh, no, they're basically saying they're just going to dispose of the property, which we're fine with. Oh, that. they're going to throw it out. Um, yeah. They're
2: to, yeah, they're going to just clean out. But then they're going to charge you a cleaning fee.
3: Well, you know the deposit and all that. I mean, who who
2: are they charging for that? So it's my like, I guess the estate. I mean, not it, you, you, don't, you don't have yeah. a contract with, her, with them. They're not coming after you. They're coming after her estate.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. So if there's something that's in that estate that they can get to or attach to, that's what they're coming after. That's who's liable. You don't have a contract now. You guys, you know, was you know would have been good if you guys just let them know communicated with them, hey, you know, she's deceased and kept up with that, then, you know, this problem wouldn't have got there. But basically they're going to come after who's responsible. I mean, it could potentially come after the administrator of the state, who's running the estate for not doing their job, because there's a person that's responsible for letting all of the people know what's going on. So who became that? Who's become the administrator?
3: Well, and I, I'll be honest with you. We're a fish out of water. This is the first time that's ever happened to us. And I, you know, six kids. And, and but six that's not and the question.
2: And, the question is, who's the administrator? Who's in charge of the estate? Who's the one that can go? If she had money in a bank account, can go get that money after they show the death certificate. Who's that person?
3: That would be the oldest sibling or the oldest So sophomore. whoever
2: that, who was elected to do that, could be responsible for not doing due diligence. Due diligence against let the me so they you, could potentially let me, be
3: liable. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask: you, How 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 is that even determined? I mean, as far as who's that's elected determined or, yeah,
2: by? Yeah. You go to probate, and someone is um is is, is takes on that position. So, like for instance, I'm married, right? And I pass, my wife by default becomes
3: that. Okay.
2: He becomes in charge because she's the next of kin right
3: right so if, uh if by the no part, husband, so there's no, if there's plan?
2: no husband then the children and whoever yeah. the probably the oldest sibling would be the one but a lot of yeah. times that's, everybody that's comes of, to an agreement and say well i'm allowed that person to do it you know when it's children right. involved and then i don't know what state you in and like whatever she has it's split equally amongst all next of kin so, yeah. but that is determined in probate court. You go to probate, when it's, you know, they, they they ask, well, how much is their will? And if a will isn't established, then probate can take up to a year. I know in South Carolina, it if there's a will, it takes six months. It then not on how much assets is there, how long it's going to take to probate the estate. Uh so, but you can you just call them up and ask them. You can call a probate court and ask, them, hey, you know, who is the person that administrates this?" They'll tell you. They're, they're, they're very, they'll tell you how it works. Okay. That's why I would call. I would call them, you know, because every jurisdiction is different. I just know how it works in South Carolina because I've been through that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, we're definitely fish out of water, man. i am tell you what. This that's, the best thing you know, to call is the people you're going to be
2: with. And yeah. The people you're going to be dealing with, that's who you need to call. You know, call the probate court. You know, hey, there's no will. It's just us children. And then it could be that oldest sibling that is the one who's in charge because someone's going to have to run that estate, close out accounts, close out bank accounts. Pay off bills, do the last tax return, all of that
3: stuff. Do the last tax return. You mentioned some things that I didn't. Even, I didn't even take into account.
2: Yep, tax yep. returns. The last, that final tax return. They want that done too. All of that. Then they close. Then they close out the 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 estate. And then, like, mm. say if there's money in a bank account, you can't. That money can only be used for the estate. And then after all the things is done, they approve it for whoever that administrator is to get whatever's in that bank account and split it up between the siblings. If there's something. You,
3: like. got, any, uh, re- you got any resources that you can think of that, that has any, uh, I just that gave you a resource. Cold Proving Court.
2: <laughs> Cold to court. Okay. Okay. court in that county okay. and ask them. That's the resource. That's what you call yeah. Yeah. sounds good, uh, mm-hmm. And if y'all yeah, can't agree or who can be the administrator, guess what they're going to do. They're gonna hire a lawyer for that estate to run it if you guys can't agree, and he gets paid to do that
0: hmm.
2: mhm, and that's how most of okay. things get broke. Because the siblings cannot agree, and I'm telling you by your story that you're telling me, no one called the the department and handled the business. It's like no one is stepping up to make these to do the deal. And this is how things get lost. Now I'm going to tell you something. Are you sure? I'm going to just give you a piece of advice as far as what's left in that apartment. You sure you just want to let that ride? Because from my experience, older people be hiding stuff I know. in the most I know. curious places, and you just let, you know, just just from my experience, you know, found over $5,000 in several places yep. around the house. Cash money, yep. in different little envelopes. So, where you think it's trash, it's not really trash, okay? So I would you know, just give that food for thought. Can't plant. <laughs> plant. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: plants, so, Plants.
2: You know, uh yeah, you
3: I I right. thought about all that stuff. yeah, um, you know, it, it just I, I you know, I was in the in the fight of my life, uh, when, when I heard that she went to that hospital. I could not believe that. And uh, that's a story I'd love to tell on this line at some point in time because I'm a fighter and I fought for her the whole way. And to be honest with you, I mean, I had their playbook and I knew what they were doing. Uh, sh- as, as You know, did they put her on
2: those, one of those, and did they put her on the breathing machines?
3: Yeah, 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 all that of
2: happened. Of course, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, all that happened. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I heard a couple, about a week ago, someone's, uh, father died, vaccinated, mm-hmm. got COVID, mm-hmm. and
3: yeah, so, yeah. I, I, but to be honest with you, like I said, I fought through the whole thing. But um, I mean, I recorded all the calls with the doctors. I mean, I was talking straight. I mean, I knew more than these guys could ever know, and it was it was sad. It was a sad situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fought for my rights and, and demanded protocols be followed. Uh, you know they were acquiescing at some point in time, but at, at the end of the day, uh, I had hospital administrators and uh, legal teams calling me because I, you know, I submitted some paperwork to them, some legal paperwork, some constitutional paperwork uh, that you know locks some things up. And uh, but at the end of the day, they basically. Said we're not going to do the protocols that you're you're advocating for. You know they started to. I mean they were telling me they were doing these things, but the whole the one uh-huh. ivermectin. You know that, that whole thing that they were refused to uh, implement. Uh, that they said we're following a protocol. Oh, that's not. The, that's
2: that's they won't do that because they will lose their license, bro. Whenever you go into those I, I know, yes. you're subject to what you call the standard of care. So someone else yeah. higher up is making this standard of care, and that's what they're going to follow, whether it kills a patient or not. So well, check it this out, folks. Here's, here's,
3: what, here's, here's what I want you to know. What I mm. found out a day before she coded, that that particular drug I just mentioned is mm. actually approved on their website. All you have to do in it is put in the, the code, and I want you to write this down. If you put in on the CDC's website, oh, I'm sorry, NIH's website, NIH.gov, and you search mm-hmm. Ivermectin Table 2E,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it will come up. It's the second drug that's mentioned, and it's actually an approved drug. They told me that it's okay. not approved I, not I, get what
2: you, I hear what you're saying, and I know. Yeah. Because they've been yeah, yeah. using ivermectin for years for people. Like when you go to Africa and all of that, that's one of the stuff things they yeah, do. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Right. But so is, the, it I'm is whole so thing that it doesn't, uh, and and it's a dewormer. <laughs> so what does that tell you? If that thing but, works and it's a deworming, so what are we really dealing with here? So, so
3: what, yeah, um, we, know, we know this Bob. What I'm saying is, is that. On um, they have the NIH actually has a protocol that they're following. So like when I said, hey, I want you to give her high dose vitamin C, they say, well, that's not efficacious. There's no efficacy in that. Well, on their they get they're given talking points on the NIH. But on what they don't know is on the NIH's website, their own website, that the ivermectin is actually approved. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's a, I know it's been
0: approved.
2: I know it's approved because people have they have given it to certain people. Yeah, yeah. Because it was approved, uh, a doctor cannot do anything outside of the protocol. So if they if that was not approved, then the doctor wouldn't have given it to them. They're doing it for certain people, and in certain people, they're not doing it for.
3: Yeah, the, those who are vaccinated, those who are not. That's been you know, but it, the thing is, it, it is approved, and that's the that's that's the crazy part. But the hospital administrators are telling them they, they better not because they lose their job. But that's that's no, neither here nor there. Like I said, I'm still in fight mode, so I don't mind talking about it. You know, people ask me, you know, hey, your mom's, you know, passed, whatever. You know, they they don't know how to approach you, but I'm 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 willing to talk about it because I know I fought through the whole thing. You know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know that it is what it is. Um, my thing is stay away from hospitals. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And that's I tell everyone that I I have fixed my kids, my offspring, for. You know, many years now, t- over twenty some odd years, we we don't we don't we don't go to that place. <laughs> a- mm-hmm. Absolutely not. So
2: the people but, that uh, have the most you know, health issues are the ones who have health insurance. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Po- I can you know,
2: A lot of people can afford that. Can't health insurance, they're not the ones getting sick. The people who have middle class, upper class don't. are the ones who get sick because they got health insurance. And if this is a study, they won't reveal that
3: study. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very apparent. You know, they got the best <laughs> health care that you know they can bring. Yeah. They, yeah, they all got the best that they try, it on tried on, their, on you. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. All right, brother, but, uh, I gotta move on that, to this next caller. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate all right, it. Um all right. uh, at at some point in time, uh okay, thanks. All
2: right.
0: All right, six zero nine four four two. Hey, what's going on,
2: Akeem? Hey, what's going on?
0: Hey, what's up? Yeah, um, I, let me talk about the topic you were talking about too, because I was uh, just telling somebody there's always a sacrifice that that's going to be like you know like a fear of the unknown, where you're going to have to, you know, take that leap of faith if you you know you want to make it to that next level, so to speak. So. Absolutely. Just, just for the show, cause you were t- just because you were talking about it, you know, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. mention it because it's definitely in the air, to, to, to you know, in the spirit tonight because, you, you know, you talking about it. And I just got done telling somebody, um, you know, because they were going through something. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's going to take a sacrifice. like, And it may be a hard sacrifice. You get what I mean? So, but, Most of the hard um, sacrifices are
2: mental. They're all mental hard sacrifices. Not wanting to not hang out with your friends, not stopping watching television, you know, cutting off some association right. that you're doing that's preventing you from getting to the next level. That's the 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 thing right there. Absolutely. The mental Absolutely. is the biggest obstacle. Because all of this is about saving face, right? Well, how are my yes. friends going to treat me? What are well? they going to think about what I'm doing and stuff like that? Man, forget mm-hmm. all of that. Because them people at the end of the day, is are not writing checks for your bills for the most part. Mm-hmm. So. Why are we giving anything they say weight, especially if they're not successful? I give no one word weight that is not doing good, at least as me or better. Why? Because every advice they give you is putting you in a position that they're in. How can you give somebody advice on what to do and how to do and how to handle stuff if you're not doing? living that? You know, you you haven't experienced any success in your business or ideas or anything. You know, you're still working on it. So, I, and that's the problem. We take advice from people who are not even thinking about what we're doing or even successful at what they're doing. You need to be right. connecting with people that's doing it and doing it better. Mm-hmm. You got to get me. Yeah. You got to at one point be the little fish in the big pond. Because eventually mm-hmm. you become the big fish, you see. But yeah. you have to go into those ponds where you know it's flourishing and be around those people that are flourishing. If that's going to rub
0: off, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, listen. I always say like you know anything that anybody is saying, it's a, it's a spirit. So you know when you repeat certain things or you take you listen to people and subscribe, like you mm-hmm. actually take on a frequency that is on that path that's of that path mm-hmm. and it could be obstacles that you call into yourself and everything. So I, I always look at everything as, you know, what is this person saying? Really? What is he, what is he conjuring? You get know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but yeah, but yeah, that's, right. that's definitely what it is. Well, I appreciate I said, your comments, have, bro. Have, yeah, yeah, for sure. Nah, you know, it's like I said, it's in the air. I, you know I listen to you is 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 off and on, but you know and every time I do listen to you it's always in alignment with you know the 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 waves, so to speak so right um but yeah, I do have two questions uh I don't know if, if this is a private matter, but uh I have the personal trust right mm-hmm. um, i got I got approved for discover it um, so w- what they sent, was forty five oh six C to to verify if I filed taxes? Have you? Oh yeah. Have you escaped? Yeah. You explained sometimes
2: it, right now they want to prove that you have taxes. If it's uh, you know legitimate, to see if it's legitimate. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but so. I, when I spoke to the reps, they just said that if I didn't file them, it would just come back as if I didn't file them, but I didn't want to bring up any other thing with the IRS by sending it in, so I, I mean... I well, if, it's, if it's a new yeah. trust
2: and you haven't had a chance to file, then it, of course you're not going okay. so I mean, to have a 45 or 16
0: Okay. I mean, you're not going to have anything to put them to look at. You have that,
2: that form, but it's not a big deal.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah, see, I closed the account and everything. For what? Why? I know. I made... Because I remember um, we spoke in the past about, um, I spoke to you about uh, Capital One before, and they were trying to verify, oh, that's because they were trying to verify the number. First yeah. of all, what you talking
2: about is in the private. I don't teach that stuff
0: openly like that.
2: I mean, it's not wrong with what you're doing, but that's a trade secret you're trying to get me to reveal.
0: Oh, oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I'm not like Yeah, yeah I don't I'm understand sure. y'all. Y'all
2: don't y'all don't know what to ask, like those are things because although it's a proper way to do things, they don't want everybody knowing how to handle that. And they close the doors. That's why mm-hmm. you're getting a for forty five oh six T because too many big people on here just
0: talk too much. Mm hmm. <laughs> so I don't say that but that's cool then. Yeah, they just want to verify
2: if you file tax. They want to see your tax transcripts. For so I don't know how you opened up that account. Did you tell them it was a trust that you were using, or what? Right.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, you know, they 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 take either TIN or social. So you know, it doesn't matter. Right.
2: But did you? How did you present yourself with the account?
0: Oh, I mean, I just went on there and just filled out the application. Um, you know, use my my address, my eye poster, just just regular. It wasn't anything okay. like just, crazy. You know, I just come on, man. you know better
2: than come on, and ask me questions like that. Let me move on. All right, yeah. man. So look <laughs> Come on, y'all. Just you know, no better than that. All right. Um. Yeah. See, this is how. Things get screwed up because yeah, it's not wrong with what he's doing, but you know, that's too many details. That's a trade secret on how to handle your business through trust. Which I teach it only in my premium membership. Um, all right. Anybody else got anything to say? Hit the one button. I see a lot of calls, but not many hands up over here. If not, i shut it down and we'll do it again next week. I might not be able to do a show next week. I'm not sure. It just depends. Um, doing some traveling in the next few days. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to shut it down. The um, So, take heed to what I said. If you are got some content or whatever you're doing and you're just waiting for it to be perfect, you're going to be waiting forever. Because if you really look at things that you've done in the past, you always do something that you think is perfect and then you get it done and you put it out there. Oh, man, I could have did this. That shows you. You can never get it perfect. It's always
0: improvement.
2: So remember that and go ahead. Whatever project you got going or whatever you're doing, get on it. Turn off the TV and turn off whatever distraction you got Got um, and move forward in, in it. Oh, Mexican says he's going to be passing through Charlotte. Well, you don't get here by Friday or, or Saturday. Well, Saturday I'm leaving for a few days. So any time before that, we might be able to catch up, bro. All right. All right. With that being said, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all.